your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for joining the Locked On Avalanche podcast. I'm your host, Chris Maselli from MileHighSticking.com. And <clears throat> Avalanche lose to the Dallas Stars for the third time in this series. One more, and that marks the end of their season. So 5-4 to four in this one. This was, from the Avalanche standpoint, three different games in one. It was ugly. And then it was good, and then it was unlucky and bad. Uh, so it was it like I said from an Avalanche team standpoint. This is just a, a bizarre game. There's some good you can take out of it. There's a lot of bad you can take out of it. But in the end, it doesn't really matter. A loss is a loss, and one more, and our our, our off season begins. So uh, we're going to get into this game uh, like we have been. Kyle's going to join me here in a second uh, to kind of break it all down and, and just kind of it, it was it was such a uh, you're up and then you're down and then you're up and then you're down again type of game. And uh, frustration does not really is not the word to really use because um I, I don't I don't know what the word maybe maybe all of it I don't think you can tie it down to one word it's anger it's frustration it's I guess disappointed maybe because they didn't come out like you you thought they would come out I mean they had they had an extra couple days because of the the um, the pause I'm gonna say not really the pause but the show of solidarity where you know they they stopped playing for a couple games and while this is not the important part. Uh, you you had a couple of days to really think about how you were going to come out and play this game, and the Avalanche didn't do that. They you have to, and a lot of again, a lot of the credit has to go to Dallas because as as the Avalanche are playing this up and down, up and down type of game, the Stars have been pretty consistent in how they're playing, uh, and I know that maybe sounds weird because this series goals seem to be coming in bunches for each team uh so the same could be said for the stars when they're up and they're down then they're up and they're down but you just get the feeling that the stars are playing their game all of the time and the avalanche are the ones that are playing catch-up so i don't know it's just it's just a bizarre series for for colorado so um but before we get into kyle i do want to draw everybody's attention to if you did not listen to friday's episode um, I, I urge you to go back and listen to that. And a gentleman by the name of Hari joined me for a in-depth conversation uh, about what's going on in the world and how it affects the world of sports, how it affects the world of hockey, and how it affects him personally, being a person of color and a hockey fan. Uh, so, yeah, the world is in some crazy times right now. So uh, we, we had been going back and forth with emails and... We kept trying to find a good time to do it, and then we kind of realized, well, there's really no good time to do it. Let's just let's just record it now. So um, it's a kind of an extra long episode, about an hour long, uh, but it was it was necessary. And uh, yeah, I, I urge everybody to go back and listen to that one. That's uh, that was Friday's episode. Uh, 
and we'll have him on again because that's a conversation that needs to be ongoing. So, um, all right. So before we get in with Kyle, just a quick message from Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. A lot of you who follow the show are very familiar with Built Bar. If you're not and you like nutrition and energy bars, uh, Built Bar genuinely, I do feel not just because they're an advertiser, they have the best energy slash nutrition bar on the market. It tastes pretty much like a candy bar. Uh, while all the other ones might be a little bit chalky and hard, these are chewy and delicious. And the flavors they have, please go to BuiltBar.com and just look at the flavors. You probably will be hard-pressed to pick just one. If you can, order it. If you can't, that's why they have variety packs. And anything that you order at the checkout, if you put in the promo code Locked On. You get $10 off your order. Now, in the past, we have been doing $10 coming off of your first order. They got rid of that. And anytime you order from Built Bar and put in the promo code locked on, you get $10 off. So do it right now. It's always a good time to be healthy. Holidays are right around the corner. Might as well get healthy now. BuiltBar.com, enter the promo code locked on, $10 off your order. All right. Kyle Sullivan is waiting. And let's. Talk about the loss. All right. And we are back once again, joined by Mr. Kyle Sullivan. I wish your, you've been keeping track. I stopped keeping track. I wish your 10th uh, guest spot on this show was a little bit more exciting, but it's reality. And um, yeah, Avalanche lose i don't know how to describe this one i I said in the opening uh segment it was like three games in one it was like and and by period like first period was terrible absolutely terrible maybe their worst period of hockey i've seen them play uh followed by a second period where of course they got back into the game looked a lot better and then third period was like a hodgepodge of just what else can go wrong? And then they, they started out pretty good because they had the power play, but you know, that didn't, that didn't yield any results. Um, and then the McCarr thing, which we'll get into. And then it was just, uh, you're, you're just left scratching your head as to, which is so confusing. Like what is this team right now? <laughs> and, that, and that's not something we ever had to ask. And, you know, we, when we were throwing out, not even just us avalanche fans about uh you know predictions on this series you would almost always hear it's uh you know seven game series and it'd go colorado or dallas i mean this could be a five game series after tomorrow if the avalanche don't shape up um i always throw it to you just to get your your overall feelings of the game but I'm, i'm just like i'm confused after this one the first period was a Rottweiler attacking a Chihuahua. The <laughs> second period was a boxing match. Third period was a circus. So, like, what's what I'm saying? Where do we go? Like, I don't know what team is, can show up tomorrow. I would hope because now your back is against the wall. Uh, you know, we were saying how game three was the most important game, and they came out and they won it. Uh, now every game is important game, including this one. But but now now it's now it's put up or shut up. Now it's do or die. Now your season's on the line. All those things you want to say. Um, and I don't. I'm so I don't know what to expect. I I would hope they'd come out 
knowing that, of course they will know that, but uh, Dallas, Dallas is just, I feel Dallas has been the, the more consistent team in this series, hands down. Yeah. I've, Dallas has come out and they've, they've impressed me. Like their defense, like, especially in that first period there, it was mm-hmm. suffocating. It was suffocating. Yeah. yeah. Dallas. Uh, I mean, we should have expected it with what we saw in the regular season. Mm-hmm. They played us the exact same way. Yeah. It's um, Colorado's inability to rise to the occasion has been the narrative this whole series. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and I wonder when everything is said and done and the cup is hoisted in the air, if we're going to be talking about the Philip Grubauer injury as the iceberg that sank the Titanic. Like, we've been taking on water and try, trying to piece together lines and emotions and right. – trying to get everything back together ever since he went down who knows what colorado team is going to hit the ice it doesn't matter what line it doesn't matter if if we have the lead if we're playing from behind right how we're going to handle those situations it's all been fluid ever since grubauer went down which is so odd it, i mean because all, all of the the injuries that they have all throughout the year they've always you know had the next man up mentality Franzos has been that guy that's been the next man up when when grubauer's gone down i didn't i mean he the whole team had a terrible start for this game i thought he settled down in the second and played a lot better um and then i think he just got pulled because it was just like we got to try something i don't think it was really it wasn't clearly was not his fault that last goal that he gave up um I don't know like Dallas yes their 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 defense is for real and we were talking about uh Arizona and how you know the the Arizona team how they have a good defense but they play a different style of defense it, yeah. like Arizona's is they will back up get into position and then make you go around them Dallas just goes after you like you were saying like the, the Rottweiler analogy like that's exactly what they are and with with Colorado's uh, mindset and the way that they play, it's tough to beat a team that plays defense the way Dallas does, where they do not give you any room to breathe. Arizona will let you come in and then they'll clamp down and and you can get around that. And the avalanche proved that Dallas is a different animal. Um, And I didn't see this coming. And I, 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 and then on top of it, a team that really doesn't score a lot scoring the way that they are, they're tough. They're a tough team. Yeah, those those first two that uh, Francois led up tonight, he looked like a video game with lag. He was just <laughs> – he was terribly – like yeah. his reactions were way off. Yeah. And Dallas has been scoring ugly, fluky goals this entire series. Right. There's never been one that they fired in. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes Hard sense, to defend right? that one. They're yeah. all just – they're all dribbling and – they're they're just fluky goals right so i can't really fault franco's entirely yeah defense can't let frankie they can't leave him out there to dry yeah and that's and they lost the trust in uh, franco's where every goal replay ian cole is sliding into pavel franco's because he doesn't trust him he has that rebound he has a lack of rebound control where franco's Z was doing it. Gravy will do it. They'll, instead of attacking and ready to push the play forward, they'll sink back to help out Francois because they know he's not going to corral it. He's going to let it, he's going to let it go. So it's almost like they have to be there to clear it out because yes. they know a rebound is coming. 
Interesting. Um, I mean, on the other end, I, I like Kudobin. I he's playing okay. Like I don't I don't feel like he he is really shutting them down. Um, when they finally were able to get shots on net, like I mean, they scored four goals tonight, and, and they're scoring goals in in this series. It's it's what we expect from them. So it's not him. I don't I don't feel like he is is really the difference maker. It is a collective defensive team effort and offensive really for for Dallas. They're just playing. They're playing well. They're they're they're, they're more. You you know what you're going to get out of Dallas, and right now you don't know what you're going to get out of Colorado. You don't have to tell that the top six for Colorado guys, you got to shoot more. This should be instinct at this point. Yeah. You shouldn't get out there and say, guys, you got to start firing the puck. And early on, Kale was firing the puck multiple times. Right. Nate was taking shots. You shouldn't have to get out there and tell them, all right, guys. I mean, that's the point of the game. It's the most fundamental (laughs) primitive point of the the game is to shoot the puck. Right. And you're getting cute with your passes and those aren't even looking good. Like, well, and that's the thing, like the puck. Yeah, like like the Avalanche are a team built on speed and like finesse. You know what I mean? And it doesn't work against the bruising team. Doesn't no. work. They will blow that up pretty quickly. Um, so that maybe there's a, a rhyme or reason behind why the Avalanche have not beat them during the the regular season. And the one game that they have won in this series was fluky. It was crazy. They they were down. I mean, you got to understand if you, even if you're dirty in the net with just shots that you know aren't going in, and they hit Kadobin in the blocker, you're fast enough that you could skate into the crease and clean it up. Right. The second chance chance points have not been as premium because no. we're not firing those pucks. No. Nope. We're just rifling it off the glass and it's going back around, and yeah. they're already breaking out the other way. And and Dallas just, I mean. Like I said, it seems like they have magnets inside their sticks. It's just like they, they, it's unbelievable the amount of block shots they will do, not even from like their body, from their stick. Yeah. And they'll shatter every, it's incredible. So many broken sticks in this series. It's incredible. Um, First period, I thought the first period for the Avalanche, like we're saying, was very just undisciplined, Um, abysmal, some, some silly penalties. They, they had, they were on the power play early, which just looked amateur. (laughs) Amateur. Oh. I don't know how to explain that 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 power play that they had, it, it, and and from the first shift that Dallas had, they they didn't they don't know if they didn't think they got a shot on goal in that first shift, but it was one of those shifts where they kept the puck in the Avalanche zone for so long, and the, that first line for the Avalanche had to just get off the ice once they finally got the puck. It was them just establishing like this is what we're going to do today. So uh, it just got off to a start where you're just watching it and you just got this feeling of uneasiness, like, like, okay, like they're Dallas is going to bring it. We got to match it. Yeah. And they didn't in the first, the first was, was rough <laughs> to say the least. Especially and, off that high in the last game, you thought we'd carry a little of that momentum into that first period. And it was like, we used everything in game yeah. three and it was, such a slow dead start the passes mm. on that power play that you mentioned we couldn't get anything started in the defensive zone because mm-hmm. we like to do that little pass up to the neutral zone right drop it back to the faster skater and then gain the offensive zone there even those weren't working no nothing and and to kind of show you where it was going the avalanche did not get a shot on goal until there was one minute and 34 seconds left in the first period that should not happen blue yep. ribbon way to go <laughs> Did not happen, and then and then once they finally got that shot on goal, 
Uh, I mean, they had 37, which let's just say what it basically in two periods, they yeah. had 37 shots on goal. So they, they won that in the end, but um, yeah, first period what was, was ugly, but it ended with, well, the second period is what ended with the penalties, correct? Or was that the, no, no. So the, when, yeah, because the, the yes, second period yes. ended with the five on three. So second period was a complete turnaround. They, they looked a lot better. Um, then they, they got – who was the first? Oh, Nachuskin got his first of two goals off a crazy rebound. Uh, he just kind of threw it. It went right – I mean, there was almost no – you could not fit a piece of paper between that puck and Kudobin's uh, blocker on that. Um, so we got the first one, and then – uh, two penalties on the same play. So you are getting a full two, well, full two minutes of five on three. Yeah. And uh, the first one came with, I think it was a little over a minute yeah. in the, uh, in the second. And that was a beautifully designed play. And, and uh, Bednar had called a timeout then. Yeah. And you could tell that it, it I don't know if you noticed, but like, uh, McKinnon took the face off and then he just made like this big sweeping looping thing to the other side. So when he got the puck, he didn't have a full head of steam, but he had, he had some momentum going and that's what you need from him because defenders are afraid of him. Defenders don't know what to do with him when he has momentum and he didn't get the puck when he was just standing still and then moving it around. He looped all the way around. So when I think it was Rantanen who got him the puck, Mm -hmm. uh, yes, it was because he had the second assist. When he got him the puck, he was already moving towards the goal. And you could see the defenders like, oh, God. And <laughs> he, he just had a beautiful pass to Makar who put it in. So, I mean, that was what? Ten seconds into that five on three? Yeah. That, it, it looked good. It looked fantastic. That was pretty. Yeah. And, and that is like, that, like when, when I saw that and then they went into uh, the, the second intermission and they were only down by the one. And they were coming back from the third on a power play with still like a minute and 45 left in the power play. You're feeling good. You're feeling like this. Now this is the team that we've been watching all year. It's also nice to see them uh, kind of turn it around. Like that's what you want to see in a, in a, in a championship caliber team. You're going to have bad periods. You're going to have bad games. How do you react to it? And they, they punched Dallas in the face in the second. And then the third, they didn't get the power play goal, which would have been just perfect. Um, the the hints goal was just like, uh, what are you going to do? Puck just kind of like bounced away from from Frankie. And then the Cal McCarr disaster. Just, you know, Francois just left it behind the goal for him to collect. It hopped over his stick and went right out to the front of the net. And Jurianov was there and just hammered it home. And then that was, that, that was basically it. I mean, the Makar thing, young kid. So, and you know, you don't think it's going to have any lasting effect on him, but um, man, when that happened, that just deflated anything that I had. I don't know about you. Oh yeah. It completely, I I was like, well, there it is. That's it right there. (laughs) That killed everything we were working on. Yeah. And then I would, after, Kale McCarr's little mishap. I watched him to see body language because that's one of the things I watch is body language on and off the puck. Mm-hmm. And he took one maybe about two minutes after that um, that terrible play. And he was 
playing angry, which is something I was hoping he would do, mm. and not put it on his shoulder and try and take himself out of the play. He drove into the offensive zone, had two or three stars on him, was still working his way around. So maybe he can compartmentalize. And as you could see in the post game, they were both uh, Landis Gog and McKinnon were taken up for him, which is something you would do on the team. Yeah, right. I mean, it happens 99 out of 100 times, it'll never happen. But it was that one fluky time at the worst possible time mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the second Achuskin goal, I think that was kind of fluky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, just, I just don't think uh, Kadovan saw it. Um, it was just, it was bizarre, but Hey, it was a goal. And we kind of, all right, we got a little bit of hope. I mean, I think there was like eight minutes left or so, nine minutes left when he scored that, but um, Dallas just clamped down. Um, do you think that, cause this is what, and, and I think you've mentioned something like this before after the Nachuskin goal, the second Nachuskin goal, um, you're still in it five to three, eight or nine minutes left. Do you feel like McKinnon then tries to do, almost too much like i want him to have the puck every opportunity he has um but there's times like he's he he is a scorer obviously but he is looking to pass but i just felt like he wasn't doing that in the third i feel like he was like i am going i i i am michael jordan going to shoot i don't care yeah he resorts on those those primal instincts that you learn from juniors and you just you put it on yourself and you go out there for the team and the this team has played with Nate long enough to where they can realize that he's in that mode. Yeah. And then they force those kind of goofy passes to him in weird situations. Cause they know if he doesn't get it, he's going to be barking at you on the bench. So yeah. You, you just keep feeding him. You keep feeding him or he's going to be in your ear. And then yeah. he doesn't make the best decisions in those moments because Dallas can at this point realize he's putting this on his back. So yeah. Cheat another defenseman over there to him, get in his way. Right. He'll mess up. Just noticed your uh, new name too, by the way, oh. on, the, on the screen. Yeah, it's very yeah. sad, Von Doom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it turned out to be, you know, uh, you know, no harm, no foul. But the penalty that they called in McKinnon, and I'm not getting into the refs. Like the, the refs, the refs did what they wanted to do today. I, whatever, they didn't have their best day, but no. neither did the Avalanche. So, no. um, but that penalty that they called on McKinnon was pretty laughable if you ask me if it had led to a goal uh i don't know if you can protest games in hockey like you can <laughs> in baseball but um that that was awful that was a terrible yeah. terrible terrible call and it's one of those that you can go back and rewatch the game and you can sit there with a clicker every time that happens in the game it's not called it's one of those they blew the whistle it's almost like that goal that they had to review um game two they blew the whistle Which- Oh, okay, what, yeah. Was they it, had to re- where they kept pounding his pad, and never got the clear vantage point on the goal. Uh, that was three. That was last game, I think. Oh, game game yeah. three. Yeah. Well, it's they blew the whistle, realized they made a mistake, and had to just land on something. <laughs> when was the last time you saw somebody blow an interference call, and then have a powwow to figure <laughs> out? Yeah, uh, was that exactly what that was? Um, and then I, I don't get that. He's going to play. He's playing the puck first he's of playing all. Playing the puck, and then uh, it was per- Corey Perry's coming in, kind of like lunging for it with his head down. Like, how are you going to call that penalty? It makes no sense to me whatsoever. And like I said, if if, if they if Dallas had gotten something out of that, uh, I think, well, I mean, Avalanche fans are going to blame the refs anyway because they lost, but uh, they'd have some sort of a gripe. Um, 
but on on the other end, like, and I had sent you a message during it. It's like Dallas plays rough. Yeah, Dallas is a rough team. Um, I'm not going to go as far as call them dirty. There are there are. I don't like Jamie Ben. No, <laughs> he he. You could call a penalty on him every single shift he is on. He headhunts. He goes for the head all the time, yeah. and it happened over. They got him once. They called him for a penalty once, but he nailed Kale McCarr in the head. Uh, he nailed Kadri in the head. Um, and then they finally got – I don't. I think it was on Jost. I think yeah, he got thing. Jost. And That's then they what... called the penalty on him finally. He does it all the time. And he's not even involved in the play when he does it. But and then, and then McKinnon goes for a puck that he is playing, and they call interference. It was just – And on the NBC broadcast, Ray Ferraro was saying, oh, when they were having their little meeting, yeah, he, they're definitely going to call him for a high shot here. Interference, no. two minutes. I'm like, so you they guys can't know. justify it. Can't justify it. Nobody <laughs> no. can. No, he's gone. He like watch. Uh, you, you, I mean, watch it twice. Go back and watch how McKinnon plays the puck, and then watch Perry. Perry is going in, and he's kind of like lunging for it, and he's got his. He's lower than McKinnon. He's gonna get hit in the head. Yeah. Just and there's just, it was been, dumb. there's been so many times I want to get on the refs, but they're on the flip. There have been so many times that they have not called offsides on many, many, many. Oh, offsides, really? Yes. Yeah. There have been so many. It's not just in our series. This mm-hmm. is bubble wide. Um, oh, really? They, they are extremely lax. They're, on they're liberal on that, really. And I mean, and I'm not going to like harp on the rest because I mean, just harping on that one play. Yeah. You know, for the, the stars, let's see, the Avalanche were one for five. And the stars were three for six, so they're calling penalties on both teams. Yeah, uh, it it just I don't like. Know. I understand yeah. tensions are high. These teams have been boarded up together in a hotel for weeks on end. Mm. The refs are trying to keep the game civil because mm-hmm. it's now getting to that point in the playoffs. Every whistle is a skirmish. There's yeah. some kind of after the whistle meeting between the teams. Like the refs are trying to get ahead of it and try and calm everybody down but there's got to be a point that you just let them play and let them work it out because they're getting in the way of not just our series, but league wide referees are getting in the way, but I won't rant because I don't want a $25,000 fine. I'm not Rod (laughs) Brindamore. (laughs) (laughs) Can you get one for being on a podcast? Uh, um, You know, and just to, to, you know, the difference for the avalanche and hits, you know, they had 72 hits in last game and they had 36 today. Um, I didn't think we could keep that good. I no, it's not their style. That. It's not no. their style. So, uh, and it's it's like um, everybody on Twitter saying Dallas plays dirty. It's their identity. Mm-hmm. It's like when teams lose to Colorado. That is a fast team, right? Full of skill, right? Exactly. Right. That's what we are. I, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Dallas plays dirty. I, I just I think they play physical, rough. Yeah, very physical. Right. right. I don't really see them take, taking cheap shots, with the exception of Ben. Um, yeah. At least in this game, he did. But no, they just play a physical type of game, and and when that is your opponent, uh, the fan base doesn't like it. Doesn't like it because they feel like you're 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 pushing around our you know our franchise and stuff like that. So I get it, but they just play a rough game. Um, and you have to do that with the talent that Dallas has as well. It's, yeah, they can't they can't get away playing any other style like you can watch any other team. They're right. not. I mean, that's the style they have to play to succeed. So you just have to find a counterpunch for it. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, like for for um, a lot a lot of the 
the thing that stood out to me for the Avalanche, like when they were struggling to get shots on net, um, just the angles that they were taking just were not they, – they, they were just outside the dots or way at the, you know, the blue line that those shots are not getting through. Like yeah. it's going to get tipped somewhere, either, either the defender right in front of them or the two other defenders that are in the way of that puck in route to the goal. They just aren't, aren't you know, they're getting shots. Eventually shots are opening up. But there were so many times before they finally scored um, where it was just like the, the sight lines of their shots were just not high quality. And we ran into this in the Arizona series with Kemper. Yeah. That, that we right. weren't getting good shot looks, and then it took us realizing, hey, one additional pass across the crease. Yeah. That, that's the way to unlock Kemper. We're, it's, they've given up on trying to unlock Kadobin and they keep trying to force those bad shots thinking one of those is going to dribble in like they are on Frankie. Mm-hmm. But they've got to they've got to shift up their shots one additional pass, hold yeah. on to it just a, a little bit longer, wait for them to make a move. You've got to unlock Kadobin because you did it with Kemper. Yeah. You can do it with Kadobin. You just have to adapt your offensive style. Right. I don't know. Um, we, we, we don't get a lot of time to think about it. No. Yeah. Tomorrow night or tonight, obviously, if you're listening to the show, the day it's released, uh, that, that's their plan. Turnaround time is quick. And I think that's another reason they got Francois out of there, knowing that yeah, he's going to need him tonight. Um, so let's see. All right, let's go through quick stats for the Avs. The 37 shots on goal, obviously, one for five in the power play. Got to improve on that. Um, the two goals for Nachuskin, which was good to see because they were decreasing his time in that game. Yeah. Um, McKinnon was, was let's see, how, much, how much time did McKinnon have on the ice? 22-38, so that's about normal for him. But they were double shifting him, and, and Nachuskin was kind of the man that was having to take a back seat. Yeah. So it was good for him to come out and kind of uh, get a couple goals there, although the second one was kind of fluky. The first one was hard fought. So two goals for him. McKinnon with the assist, so he keeps his point streak going, at least in the uh, in the playoffs, to 12. Uh, Nemetsnikov with the goal. That was the one that was like with – no, no, no. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was at the end with like eight seconds like to two, go. Even less than that, I think it was like two yeah. seconds. Um, Kadri with an assist. Kadri, he had – no, let's see. Great, wow. Great, Ryan Graves led them with shots on goal. Seven. Um, yeah, Kadri had six shots on goal, which is good. Kadri was, was getting frustrated in this game. Yeah. Um, he took, how many penalties did he have? I think he had a couple penalties in this game too. Yeah. And they were like frustration penalties, which he has not been doing. No, no, that's regular season. Nas. Right. So, um, but those were early and I feel like he settled down a little bit, but, um, he did have an assist, uh, nothing for Landeskog, Burkowski with two assists. So I thought he played better. I thought he yeah, played he, good. he was all right. Yep. He was all right. And then Rantanen with an assist on the defensive end. Uh, Makar with a goal and an assist. And our boy Sammy G with two assists on the day. Um, that's where we're at, man. I don't know like if you got three stars for this game, who they would be. Well, number one, you got to give it to him right now. And frame it. Put yeah. it away. Yeah. Valeri Nikushkin. Like, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's uh, two goals, 
you'll never it's, it's been a while <laughs> he was starting to uh turn back into the early season nuke that we didn't want to see but like being a ghost oh, and yeah. when we all got so happy when he finally got that one goal yeah um if we're going reverse action number two has to be Nemestikov. even though he looks slow i don't think he's i don't think he's where he and he had a bad to penalty be. too he had a yeah. bad penalty yeah he's guy. he's just off his spacing his speed everything is off but you got a goal so yeah and just because it's a plus minus here kale's three you got one you gave one yeah you had the assist but yeah and almost just to make him feel better about himself yeah i mean <laughs> you're still there um what do you think? What do, what do you think is going to happen tonight? Do you think do you think they hang in there, or do you think? That, and I know like you're an Avalanche fan, so of course you want you want them to win. But um, do you do you think they can pull this off? It's going to be difficult. The way that this series has gone, it is not going to be a walk in the park by any stretch of the imagination. Um, can they do it? I mean, sure, they can win tomorrow tonight. They can win that game. Can they win the series? God, that is going to be a, a tall order. We, we've been saying for, for so long, it's going to be very tough to beat this Avalanche team four times. Um, and, and, you know, you even said it on a, a previous show, the Avalanche are beating themselves as much Absolutely. as the Stars are beating them in this series. So it's very doable for someone to beat the Avalanche four times when they're playing like this. Um, you know, we say Av- it's tough to beat the Avs four games, but we still haven't given – one full game yet in no this not in this series no we're so, playing period by period so. you're right yeah and is it possible that the that the islands can beat this stars team three times that's tough to do that's tough it's, to do. it's a huge hill to climb yeah and it's going to take everyone on board it it's it, I just I, I just don't get a good feeling like and you know obviously i want to because this is my team yeah <laughs> i live and die with them um, but, and if this was a series that was going back and forth and back and forth and, and in some weird way, it kind of is, but really you just get the feeling that, that Dallas is in the driver's seat, not just from the, the up three to one in the series, just the way that these games are played. Um, Dallas just seems in control. And like I said, in the beginning, talking to you, you just don't know what you're going to get no. in the avalanche period to period. Like you said, you don't know what it's going to be. They got to put a game together. Yeah, it's if you have to climb out of this hole that you put yourself in, sure. you have to start stringing games together in entirety. You have to work momentum into the next period. You can't come out flat to start a game no. or flat when you have a lead. You have to keep it together. I mean, the Arizona series was not that long ago. I mean, that was putting your foot on the gas and go, and then yeah. scoring when you're not even trying. We're playing in almost a bizarro form to however Dallas is setting up. Right. And you have to get out there and dictate your style of play and just for 60 minutes go. And it's going to be tough because not now you're, you're just, I think instinctively going to be taken out of your uh, normal style of game, knowing that this is it for you. Yeah. Like it's almost like you have the mentality of um, we have to lay it out there on the line. And when you do that, you make mistakes. And Dallas is making you pay for those mistakes right now. And you can't do that. I mean, it's, you got to play a 60 minute game 
um, and you don't want it to, to drag on and the longer you go with no goal, like, you know, one, one mishap can, can ruin it for you. You just got to go out and play your game. And that's a tough thing to do when you're, you're trailing in a series and your season is on the line. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see if they can do it or not. It, it's going to be a, um, a challenge for sure. Mm. And it's going to prove a lot about this team in tonight's game. Yeah. If everybody has your favorite player or your favorite thing about the way the Avs play, see if it presents itself tonight because there is no there is nothing left to play for. You have to lay it on the line tonight. And if mm. it doesn't show up, this could speak volumes to the, the true character and skill of this team and where we need to go moving forward. Whatever lucky jerseys anybody has, like wear them. Now, if you got a lucky jersey, a lucky shirt, lucky socks, whatever it is that you got, that's a good luck charm. Uh, put it on. And, yeah, we, we and need, if they win, don't ever take it off. Until we need Avalanche fans rallying tonight. Yeah. There's no, yeah. no, don't pick it apart. Don't call for Bednar's job. No, or, yeah, don't, I mean, don't do that. Yeah, yeah we got to just stick together. Right. We got to, I mean, because this, this could be it, guys. This, We've been begging for hockey all during the COVID-19 shutdown. We got hockey, and this could be it until mm -hmm. December. So mm -hmm. we got we to gotta get together. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is about as real as it gets. I know. I know. So, all right. We'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know if you're free after the game tomorrow. If you want to hop on and discuss, we'll, we'll talk about it again. It'll be the last time. Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope not. <laughs> so, all right. We, uh, we shall see. Hopefully we, we are in a better mood uh, come tomorrow or tonight, I guess. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. That's it for now. So uh, throw out your Twitter so people can follow you and uh, your follow you on Mile High Sticking as well, but follow you That's on the right. Twitter machine. Where's, what's your Twitter handle? Twitter handle at Shaggy. Yvonne Doom. That's where you can find me. Um, it's also linked on my Mile High Sticking profile. You can uh, I put out the article about Nathan McKinnon not getting the NHL 21 cover vote and what that means. And uh, check out everybody's article. Yeah. Good stuff. Premium Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, man. We'll uh, we'll see you later on. All right. All right. We'll be right back. All right. So once again, thank you for Kyle coming on the show. And let me know what you guys think. Um, I didn't throw out the social media in the beginning, but uh, let me know on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche, on Instagram, Locked on Avalanche, or send any emails to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. Let me know your take. Are you upset? Are you angry with who? What needs to, to be better? Uh, do you think the Avs still have a, a, a shot in this? Or is the writing on the wall and it's just a tall order to beat Dallas three times right now? They're not out of it. So you keep fighting until you're completely out of it. And uh, we'll see what happens tonight. But one thing is for sure, the Avalanche need to put a complete game together. And maybe that's the one thing that we can hang our hat on as far as something that we have not seen yet. And it's not like Dallas is beating us when we are playing our best. We have yet to play a, a best game against them. So if they start doing that, maybe they can string together some, some wins. 
But if they keep playing the way that they've been playing, uh, this will be over pretty quickly. So, I guess you can just look at that. Put a complete game together. Make Dallas work for it. And, and see what happens in the process. So, still going to back these guys. It's not over yet. You, they, they have a good team. They just need to play like it. People just need to start playing a little bit better. Um, and maybe we'll get some of those bounces that we every team will get every once in a while. So, All right, ladies and gentlemen, that'll be it for today. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Hopefully the Avalanche are still in this thing. And uh, we'll go from there. Stay safe. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go!